comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet, no GPS, no text messages, no podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Listening to the Walking Dead TV podcast mid-season special. This is episode two thirty-three. I'm your host Craig Demanda. Join with me this evening, Mr. Aaron Newworth. Hey guys, it's me, Aaron. I'm here with my friends, Doctor Stephen Franklin, Captain John Sheridan, Lana. Uh, uh, don't, 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 don't go there, sir. <laughs> don't don't you even go there. I He's just reading off the Wikipedia. Don't the you table. dare. No, I just my good friends. What are you talking about? No, it's the year no. twenty. 2258. Whoa, 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 whoa. You read Wikipedia? What are you doing? It's 10 years after the Earth and the Bonnie Babari War. You don't know this? Stop this. Shut the Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are forbidden from Wiki. I'm on the council now. You're nowhere near the council. No. The Earth Alliance. You're faking it. Listen, first of all, you're welcome anytime. You're not even the Drazi. Purple Drazi or Green Drazi? Which one? He's not even in anyone. Uh, none of them. Oh, if we, we all learned a lesson from episode episode one one five, I mean, the Parliament of Dreams, uh, there's a lot of things to take away from that. Oh, one. stop I, it, I, stop I, it, stop it. You sacrilege I, now. Sacrilege, stop if it. If he doesn't stop, I'm leaving this call. <laughs> Mr. Daryl Taylor. <laughs> We're going to try to do this together, but I don't know. We will get. We will do it. And Mr. Jim Dietz. Uh, this isn't the Space 1999 podcast? Uh, <laughs> I'm in the wrong chair. I'm sorry. Get off this Is that on Amazon? I'll do it. That's funny. That show was messed up, dude. I know. Anyway. <laughs> so we're gathered tonight to just talk about the Walking Dead trailer and some San Diego Comic-Con news that's been happening and a lot of other stuff that's been happening over the last, uh, I guess, since we last gathered together talking about Walking Dead a few, uh, several, several weeks ago. And, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, How did we gather, Craig? We gathered... Uh, go ahead, Daryl. Together. Yeah. Together. <laughs> did you hear in the, in, the, uh, in the trailer, he actually said that? Together. Did you hear that? Oh, yeah. yeah. It stuck out. Yeah, it stuck out. Oh, it's awesome. It's absolutely awesome. So, Hey, before we get to the news, can I do a quick shout-out? Um, yeah. We right. have a fan who does animation instructional videos. Uh, for Ka- It's Kaja Plus Tate. Uh, and it's, uh, the, the Twitter handle is uh, WeAreKajaTate, uh, at, you know, at WeAreKajaTate. And uh, they did a, an instructional video about the, you know, the lack of sleep and how you need proper sleep every, uh, right. every night. And they, he was uh, the the artist was uh, kind enough to use us as cameos was cool. as zombies in the video. It's pretty neat. You can spot all <laughs> si- all six of us. It's, it's Next time, give me a six pack. Though I, I never I saw it. It was pretty cool. We were like we were like animated. I loved it. Yeah, like zombies. It. it was it was pretty cool actually. Yeah, and I got sh- and I got shot in the head. Yeah. That, was, that was crazy. I, I I very much enjoyed seeing a zombified version of myself. That was that was neat. I was like, "What is this?" And yeah, the, there we all were. I just want to shout out the the folks at Cogitate, and uh, that was really yeah. cool. That was a nice little. That was pretty cool. cool. So as, as Aaron yeah. was trying to make fun of us, um, just when we started the podcast, you know, we have still who's stuck... making fun? I'm just recounting my favorite characters we, from that TV oh, show. No, we have been no. t- we we decided to stay together during the summer. Yeah. If those of you that don't know, exactly. we, we've been recording on, on the usual Walking Dead night on Monday nights uh, it's called the Grey Council podcast Babylon 5 Revisited so if you haven't checked it out you definitely gotta check it out it's, it's been it's been a real wild ride we've enjoyed that um, all, you know Chubb 
Daryl, myself, Jim, uh, Aaron, you're always welcome, sir. Okay. Uh, even Russ, Russ has been on. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anton as well. So, Anton, uh, yeah. yeah, it's been a really, really good time. So if you like hearing us and you don't really have, you know, get you, you miss your fix of, uh, of us, check us out. The great council podcast. We put a couple links yeah. on the page. Uh, we'll do a few more just to get, get some crossover, but it's been a lot of fun. Usually we kind of take a break this time and, you know, do our own things. I'll do auto chat and you guys do your DC stuff. And, you know, Russ does his Marvel stuff and, you know, you do that, that, uh, money hat wearing, uh, you know, uh, movie critic thing you do out there, Aaron. So, you know, we understand how it is, and but we wanted to stay together this, 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 right. this summer. It, and that it, is what we did. It, it, it is the summer, too, so I have lots of money hats to, to, to on the, <laughs> depending on the, you know, the style of the day. Exactly, exactly. So anyway, we wanted to get get back, and because I think the trailer was really good for The Walking Dead. Uh, I thought it was really compelling, and I, I liked the panel. We'll talk about that, too, with the new showrunner, Angela Kang. Um, so I mean, do you, let's, let's dissect the trailer first. Maybe then talk about the panel and and take it from there. Um, obviously, starting with the Walking Dead trailer, it was about a five and a half minute one. A lot of good, mm-hmm. got a lot of nuggets in there, and especially if you're a comic reader, there was a lot yeah. of little stuff in there from the comics. Uh, so, what did you guys think? What were your initial thoughts on that? On Rick the trailer? got a haircut. He did. He did. I mean, it's it, mm-hmm. it, it clean. He was. <laughs> it's the old man Rick look, right? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah it's like the yeah, pretty clothes. Very, pretty, pretty cool. He was clean, it's, he was smooth. It's cer- it certainly reflects an era of the comics that I'm pretty familiar with these days, and I yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what that's the look for sure. And we definitely uh, got confirmation in the trailer of what we've been hearing all along that there, and they also said the panel there will be a time jump. Right. I mean, Maggie's baby's been born, and I would guess it's probably saying six, she's already smoking old. and driving. Yep, I mean, <laughs> it's not that far of a time jump. Let's take it easy oh. out there. Yeah. Oh. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, I think we all knew the time. I mean, just the nature right. of where the show was. Even if you're right. not a, following the comics, I think you have to take some kind of. Uh, you, you have to know that things are going to have to change in some way instead of just giving you like, and this is the next day. Like that's not really exciting at that point. No. Yeah, I mean, I thought it looks pretty good. I, I I think there was some good action scenes in there, but the thing is, the, the mm-hmm. elephant in the room, like Andy Lincoln was talking about, is that he's going to be gone, uh, and pretty early yeah. on in the, in the next season, he's leaving the well, show. Maggie's not going to be here that much longer, and either, right? she's leaving too. And they're both leaving, reportedly, supposedly, in the first half of the season. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting how they do it. We can debate till we're blue in the face whether he actually gets killed or not get killed. Does he, you know, right. does he die? Does he just get lost? Does he join, join a different community? Does he go looking for Morgan? I mean, there's a lot of things that could happen to Rick, right? So, um, I would hope, just being a huge Rick fan, that he's not killed off definitely, and he is kind of preserved maybe to come back in, I don't know, six or seven seasons or so as a cameo or something. I mean, I, I think... This that, show's not going to, like, season 14. Oh, I yeah, cannot imagine this world where The Walking Dead's yeah. still going. After you lose the, the Rick and everything. Unless the show gets monumentally better, which would be surprising to me. Like, that's such a... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We've talked about that before. Like, how long can the show really go? We've said pretty much as long as AMC wants to, wants to let it go, right? I mean, that's... As long as the numbers are in a way... Is, are still enough that they can keep it going that's right. fair well, same time I think given the direction Fear the Walking Dead's gone the promise of more spin-offs, I can see them ending this show proper and just letting into that area where they don't need to rely on like a scripted oh, like a, look at Law basis. I, yeah SVU is the one that survived <laughs> Law and yeah, Order yeah but look how long Law and Order went before it, it ended and they already established all the other ones at the same time Law and Order was going on so mm-hmm. fair mean, enough you you never know. listen. It's still the high. Is it one of still the highest uh, cable uh, shows? Well, we saw. I mean, but Tyler certainly likes to tell me that. I know that much. <laughs> it's definitely a front and center in all the AMC PR. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, looking at the trailer, I mean, we see Negan in the cell. Uh, right. with, you know, Rick has kept Negan in the cell, and Negan is still yeah. taunting Rick after all this time, even though he's you know his prisoner. There's definitely, um, we see the tensions that are starting. You know, Maggie's frustrated with Rick. Carol yeah, is frustrated by, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Carol's like frustrated with the uh, you know, new members that are there. And right. Daryl just seems generally frustrated <laughs> by everything. Yeah, he just want to kill everybody. So, I mean, it's definitely everybody. showing a shift in the show. Plus, I mean, something else I noticed in the trailer, there seems to be a shift away from guns and yes. more toward like, uh, like manual weapons. Like you see, Joe uses crossbow, but you see, you know, everyone else is like using. 
you know, hatchets and sides and stuff, even right. curl. So. And even Angela Kang mentioned that. She goes, look, you know, the gas is getting bad out there. The cars are not going to be run as well. The roads are crumbling, literally. So um, yeah. that was something they, they, they did deliberately, I guess, for this season to, to accentuate the time jump that, look, we're right. going to have to revert to a pre-industrial type of situation here where it's back to, right. car, you know, uh, the horses and the, you know, the, the Nobody's stuff. rebuilding these infrastructures. Nobody's, I mean, right. nobody's making more guns. Nobody's making more bullets anymore, I guess. Um, I like I like that uh, The Walking Dead's finally becoming as realistic as The Last Man on Earth. That, that's its great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, it, a lot of action, though. And, and then Kirkman also said that the Whisperers were at the end of this thing, but I didn't, was that the people in the mud? Is that who they were trying to say the Whisperers were? I like, thought they were running from them. Right, I don't know. He See, said... I, he said he said that, but I was like, I was watching the and when they showed like the you know the post the post trailer credit scene or whatever you want to call yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Stinger. I was like, well, clearly this is supposed to be a setup for the whispers, except I didn't hear any whisper. I didn't hear anything to really suggest that beyond Me uh, because I said it is. That's what it is now. That's really what I have to go with because I'm like right. that's because I watched it. It was like. I feel like I should be more tense about this, but it's like this is just people avoiding walkers. That's nothing new. So it's like maybe they're right. in the herd. Maybe they I assume they are. Herd. It's just yeah. showed, like Taylor didn't do anything to indicate as much. That was beyond. very subtle, unless they cut it. And, and Kirkman, no one told him. Like I mean, because I could you barely never tell. Know. Yeah, I, I, mean, I could barely know. tell that they were there. They were whisperers. I was like, okay. Yeah, you got to get that stuff so quickly done, and then to get it to the con. So you, you I, never I was, know. They might have missed it. I was, I was waiting for something. I was waiting for like a head to turn, or like to, just to hear some kind of voice. Me or, too. Like, some, uh, it was just yeah. up and just in the mud. I guess. All right, whatever. Like that's yeah. New cast members. Yep. Yeah. So who, a lot. who else did they announce? announced? Alpha's people. coming, and who's that going to be? Yeah. Um, yeah. Samantha Morton, who's a very good actress. Right. Yeah. Uh, Dan Fogler is joining the cast as uh, Luke. Uh, he is. Uh, he's in what the Fantastic Beasts movies, um, among right. other things. Um, there's a few others. Those are the those are the two notable names I know offhand. Uh, oh wait, they they have the new uh, the, de- the new uh, deaf the the deaf member of the of the cast, uh, Lauren Rid- Ridloff, who's a de- uh-huh. deaf actress, um, joining the show. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, I'm just, I'm, I think this direction is going to be pretty interesting this season. I really do. It seems like they're taking a different tack. Even Gimple said, you know, you know, we've been at war for two years, so it's like they're they're finally going to change it. It's going to be a lot of world building, a lot of civilization building, which I, I like that kind of stuff in The Walking Dead. I want to see how they really progress and move on and stop this this constant battling between groups. And I'm sure there'll be conflicts elsewhere, and there's going to be little insurgents. And even in the in the trailer, you say, you know, we are Negan. You still see that stuff scribbled on the wall and. You know, there's going to be some stuff, but I, I just think it's uh, it's about time. The show needs to grow up a little bit. It's got to stop, you know, kind of living in this constant perpetual warfare situation, which is just, I don't know, it's getting boring, to tell you the truth. I mean, it'll be, yeah, it's kind of, less, it'll be less of the straight-up war, the straight-up all-out war stuff that's been dragged out for so long, but there's still going to be, yeah, there's going to be conflict. So I, I want to see the show evolve like you do. I just hope it does it. In a way, even if it's still riding on the same kind of like tensions between people type thing, it does it in a way that's refreshing. And like the idea of like absence of guns and and f- focusing more on the fact that we're in a new society where, you know, the, the lack of infrastructure is very much a role here, and you can't keep using ammo forever, even if you have UG, all the Eugenes you want, uh, you know, all these things. I, I like the idea of stripping them down and basically making them, you know, somewhat more primal, but just that makes just makes it different from where we were. So that that, that should be idea. If you're especially if you're going to take away the lead character, you need to do you know things that are going to make me keep wanting to watch the show and not just be this kind of dwindling thing that's the same all the time. Right. I think I think put, put I think I'm sorry, Daryl. I think pitting the different uh, you know inside fact you know, the infighting the different factions in the groups is going to add a little more depth to the story too rather than here are the bad guys coming to blow us away let's blow them away you know it's going to be a little more subtle than that hopefully um something interesting i noticed too uh, doing some reading um uh, deny gara's contract ends at the end of the season Uh-oh. at the end of season nine uh and you, she you mean to... avengers of infinity wars deny <laughs> no i mean black panthers deny guerrera and um avengers, avengers <laughs> four is gonna deny guerrera <laughs> Women of Wakanda's uh, Denai Guerrera? Yeah, her. Um, so it'll be interesting to see whether A, the AMC rolls up the money truck to keep her around, or B, uh, they, they keep you know trying to morph it, the show into something else. Um, well, what they kept saying that they're, it's, it was going to focus more on Daryl and and um, and her character and, and mm-hmm. Michonne, so okay. I, right. you would think that they would want to build them up. I'll, I'll say this. I mean, if we're backing up, what, $20 million on Norman Reedus's, you know, backdoor and like they 
they don't do that for Denai Guerrero. I call it a little bit of foul as far as who no we're spending, mm-hmm. who we're spending the money on. Yeah, as, totally, totally yeah. agree on that one. Bit a bit, right. bit of a discrepancy as far as you know factors of today's culture here. Exactly. But then if Rick disappears, I mean that leaves us a little bit less story for her, her right, her her boo, her boo wow. is out of the picture. I mean. You know, well, yeah, you, think you grow it, the though. character. She, he, yeah. she doesn't need a. She doesn't need to rely on a man to tell her she story. Don't need no man. You no man. Um, but then you and also, I mean, uh, part of that whole thing with Negan was that you know he used to tell Rick sometimes that fear is what keeps kept his people in line. Right, it keeps people from from breaking out in in chaos. And I, I think we'll you know it'll be fun to kind of see how that goes because. We have these all these different groups, and and a lot of them are not going to forgive the saviors, even though they say <laughs> they weren't the ones killing. Right? I um, do not forgive. Well, yeah, there was even that gonna... one. There was even that one uh, graffiti on the wall that said, "Where are our saviors?" I mean, there are probably be still savior sympathizers in the group too. Yeah, yeah. So we are naked on the wall. Yeah. Too. yeah, things going right. It, you know, you'll have those kind of people that they don't know about any of the stuff that they were doing to other people. All they know is that they were able to eat. And that they, you know, and they felt safe when they, you know, when Negan was in charge. So you'll have. I mean, they, had, they had public gatherings where Negan's like burning people with irons. I think they had an idea of what Negan was doing. <laughs> had well, I mean, to, do to his people when they broke laws, but I'm talking about in general to other groups. I don't, you know, like they can say they, you know, or they didn't want to know what they were doing to other groups. Like. In this extreme well, society, say, yeah, that's fair. I, right, I extreme society. If you, if you, you know, Negan is punishing, supposedly punishing the people that are breaking the rules or breaking the laws. Um, you know, that's a little different than, you know, than than just people him going and just taking people's everything from them, taking all their food and, and supplies and whatnot, which he was doing. So I guess I I hope that there's just. With the, you know, knowing the com- even you know, regardless of knowing the comics, Carl is such a big factor in all of this at this point mm-hmm. in time. It's I did yeah. as, as much as I'm not you know as much as I'm not over the mood about like Chandler Riggs as a performer. The character of Carl does, at least in one form or another, did seem to matter a lot. And so I'm very curious how they're going yeah. to kind of keep making Negan interesting um, by way of that, you know, that loss, because that 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 is a that that's a big factor mm-hmm. as far as the struggle between Rick and Negan in the comics, as far as where Carl stands. And even he I, has his own plotting that matters as well, given where things right. could could go and can't go now. So I, I got to get the vibe that they're trying to they're going to do some kind of thing, even though I don't know how they redeem him at all. But at least have some kind of thing where if Rick does die, he, he will, I don't know, maybe he'll be in debt to him to at least try to pro- help protect the group. Mm. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's certain, I mean, as with the time jump, especially there's a kind of seeing a certain light or seeing a new perspective or whatever you want to do or fighting for the greater good, that kind of thing. Right. And there's, there's things to do with Negan. Yeah, for sure. And Jeffrey D. Morgan seems to want to be here. So, Good on him. I guess. But if they but, kill him, yeah. I mean, if, if Rick di- if Rick either dies or disappears and appears to be gone because he sacrifices himself to protect Negan from uh, you know Maggie and and Daryl or whoever else and Jesus too, I guess he's a part of this thing too. Oh yeah, yeah I forgot. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. If that's the thing that breaks the you know like if that that could be the thing that to. To bring them all together like we see how we went too far you know like we we actually went against the the people that we work we went through a whole bunch of struggles with um and and if we can turn on our own brothers and sisters like that then you know maybe we need to to kind of think about that does it bother you that we that we know that i'm asking as a group question does it bother you that we know rick is going to be gone like already and that yeah, we always know too much. We always but, know too much with this show. Well, it seems like we've, we've come more and more accustomed to it. Like, when the show first started, it's not like we're focusing too much, or at least news-wise, it wasn't, like, hitting all the time that, like, you know, John Bernthal's leaving the cast or something, or he's got cast yeah. in a new show, that kind of thing. Like, you know, early on, you could... Or even, like, like two seasons ago when um, Sanuka Barton-Green was, like, cast on the Star Trek show. Right, and we're like, right. well, I guess it's inevitable she's going to go out. It's like, and now they we They tried have... to play it. They tried to play it. Like, well, not really. You don't know. And then, yeah, obviously, then, then she did, yeah, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. That would be an inevitable thing. Now it's like, Andrew Lincoln's definitely going to be gone. And it's not just, like, people on the internet know this. It's like, everyone that watches the show knows that he's going to be leaving the show. Right. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, so right. I, I like to think that the show knows how to figure that out 
I look forward to seeing what they do with that. But it is kind of a, it's a bit of a killjoy to like know that at at most half of the season is what we get of Rick now, and we have to kind of we have to know to anticipate this factor yeah. or try to blind ourselves to it. I mean, they could play that too. They could spin that right. They could do a lot of like fake deaths or a lot of the like, teases. Like, okay, he's gonna well, die here. Gonna, right. Exactly. Yeah, they have it. Yeah. They did that with Steven Yeun, yeah, I was just going to say. Now, John Bernthal uh, has also been uh, cast this season. I was going to say, we're sorry to bother you, Steven Yeun. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But uh, John Bernthal is going to be back on the cast, too, so we don't know in what role. We know that he's there. Is he going to be there as like a, you know... um, uh, flashback as Rick, as Rick is dying, maybe as he's seeing uh-huh. his old friend. Like you know, who knows? But he was seen on the set. He uh-huh. definitely filmed some scenes. So. Maybe Rick will be ha- having hallucinations where he sees him yeah. as, as the pressure starts to crack him. You know, yeah, it'll be, it. be well, either that or like or Shane's long lost twin, Blaine Walsh. He'll be coming up yeah. and be like, Blaine, yeah, <laughs> Blaine. or come to the light. It'll be one of those episodes of come to the light. You know, like it, all is forgiven. It's okay. You can rest now. You don't. Oh have wow. To, yeah, you feel yeah. that guilt about he's, what happened. He's in the dog costume on Preacher. That's what it is. Oh, I knew it. No, he's not. We already saw who was in the dog costume. I, I, I still think it's a, it's a mislead. I, still think oh, it's yeah. a, I don't know what it is. You know what it is. Yeah. You know what it is. I don't, I don't know. You what know it is. what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. But uh, I, I would. I mean, that might be an interesting thing to do um, with it. You know, as far as um, I mean, he's had hallucinations before. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm talking about the telephone stuff and people that have yeah. ghost away. story. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, I mean, that would it wouldn't be too out of line for the character, and it would be an inventive way, at least, to put uh, Bernthal back in. So, and he was already Say in goodbye. a flashback. I, I forgot that he already filmed he had, something, yeah. right? Yeah, he was at a beard, and he, he was had that in, one uh, time when he was like green all of a sudden. It was at the end of like it was like the season three. It was in Woodbury. Mid-fin- mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the mid the mm-hmm. mid the mid season finale of season three. He like just comes up and he's like looks like he's rocking a Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine. All of a sudden. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> his hands were just super high up to his ears, of course. But it was like it was a weird episode. <laughs> Right. Always tugging those pants. Always tugging at him. Always, that's, always. Yeah, that's funny. So, all right. Uh, any other little clips from the, the trailer that got you excited? I mean, besides him saying "together" like fifteen times. I mean, uh, every, every time I saw that helicopter, I'm like, Daryl's gonna kill that helicopter. I just know oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, grenade kill that helicopter. Thing, right? Wait, now, I got no, one rocket left. Mm-hmm. So he'll just, he'll just grab the blade and just like shove it into the cockpit and be like, Ah, see yeah. that? And then he drives off in his motorcycle. That's conveniently right there in the air. And did you see yeah. the windmill? Did you catch that with the windmill? It said. Commonwealth on there on the back mm-hmm. of the windmill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I guess there's some. I guess they, they used a sign, or maybe yeah, that's a, that's a sign of what's going to come. But I know in the first episode they were hinting at at the Comic Con because I know Nicotero was talking about it. That he directed uh, the episode. They're going to be in DC, and they're going to do a, a, a shot like very reminiscent of the end of the Planet of the Apes. You know, like that kind of thing. So who knows? Maybe the Lincoln Memorial oh. may be there, or you know, something some decrepit national monument that's been uh. you know left. Left to age, and you know nature took over. It's, Who knows what's gonna happen? I want that beat scene. The, I want it. It's it's the Lincoln Monument, and they replaced the head of Lincoln with a zombie head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Why'd you do it? Was Earth all the time. it. <laughs> Damn you all to hell! Damn you to hell! That's right. All it's planet zombies. <laughs> <laughs> they all wake up from their their mutual comas, and it's like, oh, there's no planet oh. zombie after all. Yeah, that would be exactly. good if Mark Wahlberg comes out of nowhere. It does. It's, it just starts screaming at them for no yeah, they reason. Can, they can afford Donnie. They can get Donnie on. They can, yeah, they can afford him. Out of they nowhere, can. Mark Wahlberg just runs out with, with a bunch of the yeah. gorillas chasing him, going to apes. Okay, that's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Ape, how you doing? Hey, you what are you doing, Ape? How's your mom? Hey. I'm going to help you, all right? How are you doing? Yeah, How's your mother? Okay, yeah. all right. Hey, how do you okay. Now that we've shed those listeners, let's move on to the next part of the thing. So the next thing is uh, obviously the Fear the Walking Dead trailer. So we're in the mid, yeah. we're in the hiatus right now between Fear and I guess the next part of Fear in the midsummer. So uh, first of all, I mean, I, I thought the, again looking back, I rewatched the first half of Fear. It was really uh. good. It was really good. I have no problem with Garrett Dillahunt, by the way. Zero problems whatsoever. That's what um, it says. 
That's what he says on the air. Yeah, no, I really don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and by the way, he's got by... a dartboard with Dillahunt's yeah. picture on it. Yeah. Wait, he just texted me. I hate if, that. If anyone, <laughs> if anyone, he'd hate Negan because that's who his lady likes, right? She, no, yeah. both. Yeah, her and him and Dillahunt, right? But actually, I met um, the actor who plays Mr. Wu from Deadwood, uh, and, uh, I, and he says they are doing a Deadwood reunion, by the way, and they're filming in October. It is definitely happening. He had to clear his calendar, and it's a two-hour special on HBO. So that should be coming probably sometime next year so that's definitely going to happen for those Denver right. fans out there so uh, it was pretty cool I met him at one of the comic cons I was at recently but uh, anyway getting back to The Walking Dead uh, or Fear the Walking Dead in this case what did you guys think about that trailer The Hurricane cool. yeah <laughs> good stuff I like <laughs> come it. in yeah I, I, I thought it was a little weird how Morgan had I lose people I lose myself written on his forehead backwards yeah, so you could see it in the mirror oh yeah that's yeah. interesting okay yeah, that, was, that was that was wild yeah, the backwards thing was what got me. Like, oh, he really went yeah. out for this one. <laughs> yeah, it took time. Had, uh, I mean. Yeah, then he had that ring that said love and then hate was on one side. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> he, he was holding up that boom box the whole it time. It was like, why ain't no brothers on the wall? It was the whole thing. <laughs> we find out his real name is Rakim. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, really, it's really hot out the entire episode. <laughs> oh, it was steaming. Yeah. And then he and then he burst through the window of that pizza shop, and it's like, oh, that was the last pizza oh, place in Texas. Man. How come there aren't any brothers on that wall, man? I'm that wall of fame. The, the ghost of Danny Aiello, Paul comes out of nowhere, and it's just bad. <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was cool because we really, I mean, I can't think of a time on the Parent Show where they really had to deal with huge, like force of nature type stuff. Right, right. It's like that and, one episode. In like where they met like um, five, where they met Jesus. No, right? Aaron, yeah. Aaron, where Aaron, Aaron introduced himself. Aaron. Right, exactly. Yeah. That, that's it. That, I know what you mean, Jim. Like that is a, that's a neat factor to add in for sure. Yeah, no doubt. You know, and you wonder yeah. like what would happen after a time. I mean, and Texas has hurricanes and they have flooding and stuff. I mean, what, what I mean, what would happen if you know what, what happens well, to the zombie landscape? The, you know, they did you do see the, them blowing the, the lightning. They did do the lightning one once. Remember. Oh, in uh, in fear. They did. In yeah. fear. Yeah, yeah, in fear. Yeah, right. That's true. That. Well, I think it's a, I think it's a smart move to to like put like you know heavy you know force of nature type stuff in there as something else that they have to overcome, like another another type of hardship they have to deal with. Well, uh, it looks. I mean, it, it's so it looks like they're in this house holed up in the storm, and it looks like all of them are dealing with their own you know demons right now. Like they, they're a lot of them are damaged from what happened. You know. Uh, earlier, so it's like they they haven't dealt with it yet, right? So it would be kind of cool if they do, kind of put them in a situation where when you, when you're all stuck in one place, you just have to deal with your own crap. Well, that, you it's know, interesting it, you say that because one of the clips in the trailer, and they also mentioned it in the panel, is that Alicia and uh, and uh, Strand end up uh, stranded in a mansion with a well-stocked mm-hmm. wine cellar in the middle of the right. storm. <laughs> Leave it to and Strand dinosaurs. to find a well-stocked wine cellar. You know it. Yeah, you know it. If anybody's going to find it, it'll be Strand for sure. Exactly. You know? Plus, I mean, it seemed like from the trailer that the cast kind of got split up by the the storm, right. you know, by the zombie NATO. Um, and I'm, I'm pointing that little... now. I'm going to point that now. <laughs> yeah, zombie NATO. Uh, from what I can... girl who, who pretty much, I don't, she, she doesn't think she deserves to live. She's got to deal with she what she did. Go. She needs to go, man. Well, she's got a death. I mean, it, it seems to. It appears in the trailer she has a kind of a death wish right now because I hope so. There goes Craig of, again against yeah, Eric Dillahunt, yeah. always always yeah. willing to kill a child to make the entertainment <laughs> of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the don't, don't be a hater. Don't be a hater. But Mo Collins has been added to the um, the cast. Um, probably best yeah. known for Mad, Mad TV. Uh, Aaron Stanford from uh, Sci-Fi's Twelve Monkeys is true. Yeah, the X Men. He was Pyro in the X Men movies. Yeah, and uh, St- uh, Stephen Henderson uh, from Henderson, yeah. the Sea. Yeah. So uh, interesting uh, additions to the cast. So you know, you know, as people are going out there, bringing in some really heavy actors. So yeah, yeah. it's so worked they, for they them re- so far. They you know? recast the whole show. It's pretty much what they did. It's the a, um, it's the, the look of the show, like because we're out of the flashback stuff now, it looks like they, they found like it's, it seems like from the, how it looks, there's like a happy medium between the kind of the really gritty version of the yes. future versus yes. the yeah. the more warm colored version of the past. So it, it seems like they've kind of found a balance since they're just everything takes place in the present now on the show. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it gives its own but, look, which is what they always said sure. they wanted in the first place, but they never really right. kind of had it. Now it has that nice kind of western it just, gritty yeah, kind it, of look. Now, yeah, west, cool. yeah, western for sure is like what they seem to be going for and like i just 
I have less to say as far as speculating, just because there's no comic to base this also off of, and I'm just I'm excited by the fact that I don't know where it's yes, going. Me it, too. It helps that obviously we all really like the first half of this season too. It's not just like we're blindly going in like the previous seasons where it's like I guess we're seeing more of this. Now we're like, oh yeah, let's see where this goes. This has been pretty good so far. So let's uh, let's keep this moving. Well, interesting, Craig. You you remember you mentioned like you you felt yeah. um, what's her name? The new one they added, the new actress that they added to the. Um, you, she seemed off like she, she was yeah. doing drama yeah. and she said it she actually said did um, she? I, just, was, I didn't watch that there panel. was a question okay. it was one good question that Kevin well I watched the IMDB ones too okay. um, and he asked like how was it to move from comedy to something like this like a drama and she did she said it there was, she said it quickly she said it was difficult at first Maybe she'll smooth um, out a little bit. To, yeah, I mean. Yeah, she said it was difficult at first to kind of, kind of be able to to pull out those those emotions when you're supposed to for something like this. Um, so I, it, it, it caught my ear when she said that because I thought of, I kept thinking about every time you had mentioned like she kind of looked uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of playing that. She did. That she role. definitely did. I, I mean, I mean, and and even like compare her to like even Alicia, you know, who's mm-hmm. young. And not that as experienced. Like she just seems more comfortable in her role. Obviously, she's been doing it longer. But I mean, it's, it's yeah. Uh, you know, I, yeah. Alicia's I, been playing a tragic. The, the actress that played Alicia, she's. I mean, even though she hasn't been doing it, uh, acting as long as, as the other actors, but Elfman, she has right. been playing that type of role. She's been able to. She's yeah. been playing that kind of tragic role a lot. Yeah, since and, she's and, been acting. And, and and when I was watching her, uh, I mentioned this before, like on the Talking Dead, being interviewed. Um, I, she's so much more likable as a real person. I'm like, wait a second, yeah. that I can you take some of yourself and just make that go on the screen? Like, you know, it's so she's it's just so stiff in some of the yeah. scenes. So I mean, uh, but maybe it'll get better. Like I said, I mean, yeah. we don't want to overly I mean, critique it, but I, I think um, she's been know. through some. She's seen some, though, dude. I mean, that's kind of yeah. how I, I see her playing. I mean, it, you know. I do too. I mean, I feel like you've been, just been hard on her, for, but uh, I, I, oh, cause I like, do think she's. Yeah. I think she's. I think she's holding a lot back as far as yeah, the experience she's had, how trust issues and what have you. I think there's mm-hmm. a lot there. But it's interesting how she. I mean, but it, it goes in. It all can go into the part though. Um, even yeah. feeling uncomfortable doing it, it all, it all goes in. I mean, I like her little scene when she says, "I have a lot to, to atone for," kind of. Um, mm-hmm. When she was talking, like I, she has to change. All her instincts has always been to run, right? It's always been to lie and run, pretty um, much, and scream. Like that's you know, the, it's always screaming at her to do that, to always just 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 jet. So it it'll be interesting for her to to see to watch her um, be in a situation where she's trying to fight every instinct that she's ever had for the last whatever amount of years being in this world. Um, and how she's going to deal with that. I mean, even even with this group, especially with this group. I mean, part, half the group tried to kill her. Well, some I of the mean, something recently. that I know. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Something yeah. I noticed in the trailer, though, that really is kind of missing from the parent show trailer. There are a few moments of humor in yes. the show. Like yeah. in the beginning, like yeah. Dillahunt is making a bundle yeah. of sticks or whatever, the and the ones. zombie comes out. Oh, I hate the wet ones. <laughs> and then they show the trucker couple. Uh, driving and the guy like marks one on the window. He, she goes, "You don't get credit for that or whatever." That was awesome. Yeah. Right. Right. And yeah. then you know, there's another scene later where she pulls a knife on Morgan, and Morgan just is inhabited. Takes takes the knife right out of her hand with a staff, and she's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, okay." <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that it's always been super funny, but I've always thought the Fear the Walking Dead's sense sense of humor seems a bit less dire than the Walking Dead does. Yeah. The Walking Dead always feels nihilistic and always yeah. goes the like yeah. everything. It you know it's. It, it's book wise, it's more Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit as far as the whimsical tone that you can get from this kind right. of series. And, you know, a little bit, I mean, I'm not saying it should be like a Marvel movie or something, but a little bit of that goes a long way. You know, it just really, sometimes, you know, the, um, uh, it can get oppressive, you know, with all the nihilism and oh, stuff yeah. in the parent show. Just I a agree. little, little bit of, of levity just really like helps, you know, it's like, it's like a little bit. It's like the salt in the caramel. In the caramel, you know, it's good well, it it flavor a little bit. It, yeah, <laughs> probably it helps that they haven't done even half the extreme things that 
Rick and the group have done. I mean, they yeah. have, oh, they yeah. have done so much stuff. I mean, they, they're a kill squad. They were actually a kill squad at one time, right? I, I, yeah. I think it's also a wow. mix of, I think Fear the Walking Dead has more theatrical actors than The Walking Dead does, and I think that does make some of a difference I mean, between the, the people they're using, even who they're adding on here, and even like people from oh, comedic right. backgrounds, too. I think that's right. more prevalent in this series than it is in the other. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Coleman Domingo is directing one of the episodes in this half of the season. Oh, wow. Nice. Oh. So is uh, Lou Diamond Phillips. Oh, whoa. himself. Wow. He's directing uh, one of the episodes. That's interesting because he was on the on the Talking Dead one time. And there you go. And he's a huge fan. So there you go. Man translated from I like, I'm a big Lou Diamond Phillips fan. I like him. Yeah, he's good. I forgot to mention Michael Cublis is directing an episode of The Parent Show, too. Oh, oh, is he really? Oh, no way. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I never forgot that, but that's good to be right. Yeah, no, yeah. That was in the panel. I forgot to mention it uh, when we were talking about it, but yeah, I was in the panel. That's cool. awesome. That's good stuff. All right, so I don't know. I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm, I'm optimistic. I mean, fear ended on a great note. It's going to probably be a nice second half of the season as well, and then we're going to go right into a brand new showrunner of season nine of of The Walking Dead. I mean, it's uh, it's looking up. Let's put it that way. I'm going to be I'm going to reserve my optimism because I know <laughs> I've been fooled before, with especially last season, uh, where we kind of was a lot of a lot of ups and downs and a lot of emotional letdowns. I think. Um, as right, the rest, the rest of us have been remarkably consistent. No errors on our part whatsoever. It's all, <laughs> <great>. <laughs> it's all me. It's all Gimple. No it's one needs to listen back to those old episodes. No. Take our work. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's going to be great, guys. Come on. Hold on. I predicted that Fear was going to get a lot better, though. I did say that. You, i got to get yes, me on the record for that. I'm like, yes, I was did. the only one saying that. I'm like, guys, I have a feeling it's going to be awesome. You're like, no, yeah. no, forget it. I didn't believe you. The only thing I remember you saying is like, I like where they're going with Fear, but I don't think my, my, my lady's going to enjoy that new Garrett Dillahunt character. I think you said that directly. <laughs> Listen, man, you know, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> at, least I, at, least I, at least I know where, what I'm up against, right? At least I, I have an idea. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. What else is on your mind, guys? What else you want to chat I wanna about? about I want to talk about the video game, dude. Do it. Jim, in, take about, it right. in about three weeks, Telltale is coming out with the final chapter of their... Uh, That's uh, one... I'm sorry? It's that soon? I didn't realize it was coming that soon. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. coming out August 14th uh, for PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch wow. uh, wow. later in the year. And the entire season is only 20 bucks, which is a steal. Uh, wow. wow. It's for, uh, it'll, if you buy the season pass ahead of time. Oh, I'll pick it up. Usually um, it's like $10 yeah. an episode, right? Or 20 or what was it's, it? Fine. No, or... they're... I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you keep going. You keep interrupting. Sorry. <laughs> no big deal. Uh, no, this is going to be in uh, three parts. So uh, that's, okay. Oh, okay. so for twenty bucks, it's like six or seven dollars a, a chapter. That's so great. it's shorter because it's usually it's like six, I think, right? Right, right. Um, and it, it features Clementine from the other games. Oh. Um, and uh, it ties back in more with the original uh, line or whatever. Uh, Clementine in the in the uh, the clip that they saw, they released a fifteen minute gameplay preview uh, during San Diego Comic Con on IGN. And uh, they have Clementine showing a smart uh, kid named AJ how to survive uh, wow. out, out in the wild. Um, how the to preview, survive is South Central. Yeah, the preview is like uh, the, <laughs> in South Central, yeah. Um, if you, but definitely check it out on, online. The 15 minutes are there on YouTube. Um, the, Telltale is using, this, as far as I can tell, the same graphics engine they used on the Batman uh, Telltale games that they've done. Okay. And, That's um, Batman. And it's definitely, it's definitely keeping that same art style that they had from the other two Telltale, or the other um, Walking Dead Telltale games, which was really cool. It's uh, not quite cell shaded but not quite realistic. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a nice look for the game. It, and, it reminds uh, me of, like, the Star Wars Clone Wars series. Not completely, but that, that's kind of, like, the... So, it's a weird, like, cell shaded like, stylized look that fits with the comic, even though it's in color and 3D, obviously. It's, it's very interesting. Oh, I'm sorry. This one's gonna be four four episodes, not three. My bad. Oh, okay. So that's, that's five bucks an episode if you get it ahead of time. Which, if you play the other games, I mean, the storytelling is top notch, and the the games are, are really great. I mean, if you're if you're worried it's like a Twitch shooter or a Fortnite type thing or whatever, you know, where you have to you know be amped up on Red Bull or whatever to to succeed, it's not. <laughs> it's more of an adventure uh, adventure game with oh. quick time events. Um, that's the kind of game Telltale makes. They're definitely more oriented on storytelling. 
and uh, atmosphere and stuff. They made it. They make a bunch of video games, but yeah, um, the they, uh, the things I complain about on this show, they handle wonderfully on the Telltale games. As far as uh, I know, the writing goes, it's 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 pretty fantastic. If you have it, if you're new to this uh, podcast, um, because of like recent cameos we made, and you're like, I got to listen to this. Um, go back and find our episodes covering the Telltale games because we really we we go into to you know what we like about them and everything. Absolutely, I was. I'm almost, I mean, I knew Telltale from from their Fables games and some of the other games they've done, but they really do an excellent job uh, setting the tone and telling the stories in this world. Um, it's great. Um, they even, I, um, I just, I can't say enough about it. You know, it's one of my, tell, the Telltale games are one of my best, one of my favorite expressions of storytelling in this universe, uh, even more so than the, the TV shows sometimes. Um, so the four, the first four episodes kick off on uh, August 14th, just a few week, uh, weeks from now, like three weeks, actually, now that I'm looking at the calendar, uh, for everything except the Switch, and the Switch is going to be really, uh, version will be released later in the year. Oh, yeah, I've, I've been open about that part, too. Like, the first two seasons of this game, like, I like the third season, too, and I look forward to this one, but, like, the first two, I was like, this is my favorite version of Walking Dead right now, be, be it the yeah. comic, TV show, or gaming. Like, this is the best version for me. Wow. Now, I, I've been reading these comics for, like, what, 15 years, so it's been a while. So it's like, yeah, I could use some flesh, a fresh way to do this, but still, it's it's really well done. And if you haven't played the previous games, they are available for dirt cheap on Steam or in the PlayStation uh, uh, Store. Or on the Xbox Live uh, Arcade Store, um, you can get them for an incredibly low amount of price. I I noticed on the summer Steam uh, Steam sale, you could get the entire first game for like three bucks. I think it was. There you go. Um, what? So yeah, it's really with really the original cheap. one with Clementine, yeah, the first the one? first first one, yeah, and the machine oh, one, and the second that. one. But um, it doesn't take a really powerful PC to run them. Because like that was like a PS2 game, wasn't it? Like that generation? Was PS3. It, it was PS3. PS3. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Started with, started with PS3. But it doesn't take a really incredible uh, you know, rig to run them. So I, if you haven't played them, I definitely suggest go back and play the other ones too because they're excellent. And I'm really looking forward to this one. The 15-minute the quick look really uh, got me going and excited once again to dive back in with Clementine. So, yeah, August 14th. This is the first season. That's a game for Daryl right there. It's about a black man named Lee rescuing a little girl from a murder shed and taking her on adventures. Pretty much. Yep. Yeah, there exactly. you go. <laughs> he stole my story. <laughs> Daryl's life story. Yeah, stole my story. I That's can't it. Nothing. So uh, since you talk about the video games, can we have a quick word from our sponsor as well? Um, whoever wants to take it away. Yeah, I guess it's me. All right, all right, Jim. Go for it, Jim. <laughs> GCBService.com. Uh, that's where you should go. Why? Well, they, if you are looking for anything geeky, anything Walking Dead related, uh, you're looking for comic books, uh, games, um, uh, apparel, collectibles, action figures, graphic novels, compilations of that nature, TCB Service has them at a fraction of the price of what you're going to pay at, at even big box stores like Amazon or whatnot. And uh, they're great people to work with. They're they're uh, you know a, a small company of people. They aren't an, a giant uh, monolith or whatever. Uh, everything that appears in the previous catalog every month, you can uh, get at DCBService.com at a in, incredible price. Um, and if my computer would boot up qu more quickly, I could tell you what some of the deals are for this month. Uh, I know that right now Batman just got married uh, in. Uh, in uh, comics, uh, our oh, friend wow. Tom King uh, just wrote uh, great. Has been writing Batman for a while and just writing this great storyline about Batman and uh, uh, Catwoman getting married. And, maybe uh, getting married. Maybe. Well, maybe, yeah. And the uh, the trade papers leading up to that are all forty five to fifty percent off. DC Universe bundles are fifty uh, percent off. Uh, we got a new Vertigo bundle at fifty percent off. Archie meets Batman sixty six. Hey, Gerald, here's your favorite comic of all time, buddy. Um, that's available right now for thirty five percent off. I know, Daryl. Try to try to contain yourself on that one. I will this get is, it right now. On yeah, my you're gonna run it. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you go for digital comics instead, you can still get a discount from DCB Service through Comicsology. Uh, the Stranger Things comic is debuting uh, debuting oh. uh, this month. Only a dollar ninety nine at DCB Service right now. What a is that just about a bunch of kids that sit in their basement and read comics about other movies? No, they play D and D. No, that too. Okay. <laughs> um, I like oh, Stranger Things. I'm just giving it for no reason. <laughs> I'm looking at a Marvel Milestones Masterworks Black Panther movie statue. If you're a fan of the Black Panther, 
This thing is gorgeous. This looks like heirloom quality. Uh, normally 250 bucks, but DCB Service has it for 175 um, Again, they have T-shirts, action figures, uh, collectibles. If you want to catch up on the Walking Dead co uh, comic, they have it there not only in the trade paperback form, but in hardcover editions, nice omnibus, uh, oversized uh, hardcover edition omnibuses, or in compendium form, um, all at a fraction of the uh, 30, 40, 50% off a fraction of what you pay for them in the stores. And uh, again, they're good people to work with. If anything, heaven forbid, should go wrong with your order, they take care of it immediately. I know our friend Russ is very particular about how he gets his books. They need to be in pristine uh, <laughs> condition. And uh, he orders from DCB service all the time. And I think on the rare occasions that things have gone wrong, uh, they've totally made it, uh, made it right with him immediately. Um, there's a great company to, to order from. They have a wide, wide selection. DCBService.com is the place to go to check it out. Or their uh, sister site, InStockTrades.com. They always have specials. They always have deals. And even the stuff that's not on special, not on deal, is discounted for you. So you should definitely go check that out. DCBService.com. We thank them for their, our for their continued support of our uh, podcast. Thanks, guys. Yes. And thank you, Jim, for bringing up that sponsor. They, are, they do make it possible for us to come to you with all this amazing news, views, and exciting stuff we have to talk about about Walking Dead. So, All right, guys. Any other final thoughts you want to bring up? Or are we just going to wait until fear starts up again? Uh, when does fear start up? August. Uh... It's August. It's coming up August seventh, I think. A couple weeks. Yeah, not too oh, long. Wow. Yeah. Already. So we're gonna have to rearrange our our uh, schedule for the Gray Council, and then because uh, actually then fear usually leads right into the October, right, which is when The Walking Dead starts. Uh huh. So we're up for another like sixteen weeks. Straight. Can, can you rearrange the? Uh... Yes. The, the council because yes. I mean Commander Jeffrey Sinclair no. is not going to be there forever. Oh, oh, man. Guys. I'm man. not doing it. No. What about Michael Garibaldi? No. Listen, no. listen. Like, if you want to hate, all right, don't let Daryl. <laughs> Who's bring up the I'm just talking listen. about these characters. What? Daryl, do you want to talk about the Kenny ratings Commander, on the show? Susan Ivar, you, no, uh, like, you want to talk about the downloads on that show? We got more downloads uh, on that show than. Most of the other podcasts put together. That's all I'm going to say. So it's who's, uh, who's making fun? I'm just I'm just extolling <laughs> the. I mean, you, you're saying it right there. It's so popular. Just like I, I, I'm saying, people don't want to miss you, what. what uh, all right. Do you want to join next week? Do you want to come when, on next week? Seriously, will you watch when, two episodes? I don't know. I think the council has it. Fear Kodo. <laughs> like, like you just saying names. You don't even know who these people are. You have no idea what you're talking yeah, about right I now. Will, <laughs> Listen, I won't, I won't have the council disrespected. I will <laughs> not have it. Anyway, if you're looking for the, if you're looking for Walking Dead TV podcast or the Great Council that we're talking about, our Babylon Five retrospective, you can find them at hhwlod.com. Yes. Also, you're going to be able on to find, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Right. Oh, sorry. Or on the Taylor Network of podcasts. Uh, dot com. Or its own feed. I was going to just say its own feed. Its uh, own feed. You can, you can just look up uh, Great Council on its own feed on iTunes. Something else you might want to check out coming up on HHWLOD.com. Uh, we're going to be uh, uh, from, I'm, I also uh, run a few D uh, Dungeons and Dragons podcasts, and we're going to be bringing one of those over to HHWLOD as kind of like our pilot program to get the, the name out there. It's called Crown of Queens. It's very, it's kind of a Game of Thrones set in a, uh, like an Arabian style city in this fantasy world called Maya that Anton from uh, the uh, Great Council has uh, put together. And uh, we, we add sound effects and background music, ambient noise and voice modulation, kind of turn it into a radio show. So it's not just a bunch of people sitting around rolling dice uh we have uh, actually a few professional voice actors including vanessa singleton uh on that show so that's really cool uh so check that out hhw lod as oh, well oh oh chubb chubb sent me a message i have to read it okay uh <laughs> I, so chubb says he couldn't be with us tonight he goes i'm excited for season 4.5 of fear looking forward to the walking dead season 9 as well but i don't have optimism for the season considering andy leaving and other changes i am most excited for the final chapter of the telltale uh, walking dead game I can't wait to play. So those are Chubb's uh, phoned-in uh, views uh -huh. for, uh, for what we're talking about tonight. So He's always phoning it in every show, I swear. <laughs> sometimes, yeah, he is. Even, even though he's with us, he's phoning it in sometimes. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> calling in from Planet Chubb. Come at me, bro. Come at me. <laughs> All right, guys. That's great. Oh, and I also wanted to mention, if you want all, all the rest of the news from San Diego Comic-Con, uh, Daryl and myself and our friend Donnie Salvo just broke it all down. Oh, two-hour, two-hour-long uh, episode of Nothing's On. 
Uh, we went through and covered pretty much anything movie, TV, and uh, geek-related that we could find uh, from San Diego. Uh, so you definitely want to check that out. Um, if you, you know, you're interested in uh, Aquaman trailers, Shazam, Godzilla, uh, the TV shows like The Gifted, and Castle Rock, and some of the other things. Talked about all that stuff. And we did a special episode recently, uh, a spoiler cast review of Unfriended the Dark Web. <laughs> here's, the, here's the spoiler from the spoiler cast. It wasn't very good. But <laughs> you should check Take that out. The yeah, TaylorNetworkPodcast.com is where you can find that. Excellent. Aaron, how about you? What you been up to, buddy? Well, you can find me mostly at midnight on the firing line, but when I'm not there... Oh, you got to um, stop. you got to stop, man. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, currently co- I, I'm currently covering the show Preacher over on uh, We Live Entertainment. I'm writing weekly recaps. Not recaps. I'm writing reviews. If you want a recap, just watch the show or read Wikipedia. Um, I'm writing re- reviews of each episode of Preacher um, over on We Live Entertainment. I just wonder. I was like, there's a lot of recaps out there. All right. Good on you. Um, yeah. What else am I doing? I got the podcast out now at their internet. My friend Abe and I, we talk with uh, varying guests on a weekly basis about the newest movie releases. Uh, Jim Deeds was just on the show talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp with us. I was. It was quite fun. Um, yeah. And, um, yeah, we got uh, a lot of episodes coming. What, Mission Impossible is coming soon. We have a new commentary. Yes. Mission Impossible up on iTunes now. Um, we just talked about Blind Spotting and Sorry to Bother You, two smaller films that are both set in Oakland that are very, very good, and we were happy to talk about all those. Um, and, yeah, I do all my reviews and everything that I post up everywhere um, on my sites, thecodezeek.com. You can find me on Twitter at Aaron's PS4. Excellent. All right. And uh, when I'm not talking zombies or Babylon 5 or The Walking Dead, I am the host of the Auto, Auto Chat Show, autochatshow.com, facebook.com slash autochatshow. Me and my co-host Teddy review new cars, discuss cars and pop culture, and whatever else might creep into our heads at that particular moment. Uh, we just last reviewed our first plug-in car, the Hyundai Ionic Plug-in Hybrid. So it's the first one. After 72 episodes of Auto Chat, we finally have a plug-in car. Uh, it was kind of fun and uh, actually got great great uh mileage out of that one obviously being a plug-in so uh check it out if you're into hyper miling or into electric cars it's definitely definitely the future even though it took a while for us mm-hmm. to get on board we uh we had some fun talking about that autochatshow.com please check us out hey craig right. uh, how, yeah. how, how many how, how many how many uh, how many centauris can you can you plug into a uh, into a prius on a well yeah <laughs> It depends on what season you're in, okay? Yeah, the hair got longer and longer. Will they get so bigger? Okay. Yes, exactly, right. Yeah, that's why I went into the plugs, was to get away from this. But, you know. <laughs> Run! Oh, my goodness. All right, who wants to end the show? All right. When there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth, remember, Andy may be leaving, but Rick's always going to have stuff and things. Stuff and things. Stuff and things. <laughs> <laughs> to get those.